It is Friday, 22nd of December, 2017. I'm your host for Asian Music Digital, Terry Mardi. Thanks for joining. Today, it's going to be a quite stat-heavy show. The next three segments of five minutes each, approximately, I may go over, will be all about streaming, the statistics all around the world, and we're breaking down the following countries. We'll be looking at the United States of America and the urban desis and the South Asians living there. Of course, the British Asians living in the United Kingdom, our Canadian counterparts in Canada, looking at what the Desi community there are streaming. As a whole, we're looking at India, and then I'll be making some brief comparisons to Japan and Malaysia to see if we can get some insights as to where the streaming market will take the South Asian community. Now, I don't want to break it down specifically into the South Asian regions, so what I'm going to do is give some pretty uh, global uh, general music statistics and break down my analysis of where our community will go um, as far as the integrated communities in the diaspora are concerned. So that means British Asians, European Desis, you know, South Asians living all over the world. And from last calculations, I worked out that there are about 30 million uh, of South Asians living around the world across all four continents. So we are going to now break down as what is happening uh, in the world of streaming generally. So let's look at the revenue pool. The revenue pool right now is $8.3 billion. That's for the whole world. Now we're also going to look at where it's going to go over the next five years. In 2022 we should see an increase of 8.2% at $12.4 billion. So we'll jump up by $4 billion. Now, how many people in the world are using streaming services at the moment? Well, right now, if the population is about 7.5 billion, user penetration is about 23.5% of that. Now, bear in mind, there's a huge number of people still off the grid. And we've got a huge poverty issue, and we've got loads of people that are unbanked, and definitely not uh, well-equipped to be on the streaming. They're living um, hand-to-mouth. So that's another issue we have to address, which is why it's in the music industry's interests to start saving uh, the world from falling into a poverty slump. Um, the average revenue per person currently amounts to about $7, just under $7, $6.97. But this is very misleading, so we're not going to look at that. So let's break down each country by size. Well, the largest music streaming uh, platform in the world, and the country in the world, should I say, is America. About half of the world streaming activity comes from the States at $4.2 billion. That revenue is ex uh, expected to grow at not at 8.2, but 6.8. It's slightly slower than the world, and that's because it's already got a brilliant penetration of 45.5. So almost half of America uh, music listeners are already... Um, streaming. That will increase to about 50.3. So we're going, going to jump up by about 6% over the next five years. So growth is not that high. That's why it's 6.8%. Now, what's the average spend in the States? The average spend is about $30, right? That's how much the average person will spend on music streaming um, across America. That means some people are spending $500 on premium things like Quobuz. Um, and then there are some people who are just using YouTube using pennies so it averages out uh, of course streaming platforms like Apple and Spotify 
Now the comparison to the world, that four, that's half the world. So what's the next biggest market we should be looking at where British Asians live? Well, tune into the next episode and we'll look at how the United Kingdom fares up with the British Asian market. Um, and we'll do some analysis on that. Welcome back to part two of Asian Music Digital's Why the World Would End If Asian Music Disappeared. In the previous segment, we talked about the United States and the world streaming statistics. So let's look at the British Asian market. Now we know the population of the UK is around 60 million people. And the largest ethnic minority group in this country, in the UK where I am today in London, are the British Asian community, the South Asian community. So people from India, Pakistan, Sri Lanka, Bangladesh. They make up about 7.5% of the community, making it the largest ethnic minority group here. The next largest size, if you can compare that to the, uh, the, maybe the black community, it's about 3.5%. So almost double, more than double the size um, of the black community, unlike in America where the South Asian community make up a much, much smaller proportion of the community. So the statistics that we'll talk about here, keep that in mind. Now let's look at the UK. And we already know that the world uh, streaming segment uh, is around 8.4. We covered that in the previous episode. 8.4 billion people, uh, dollars, that's how much it's worth. Now in the UK, it's about 540 million uh, dollars not pounds, dollars, keeping all the numbers in dollars, just for uniformity. So let's look at how that revenue is expected to show uh, growth over the next five years to 2022. Well, America is going to see a growth of around 6.8 and the UK is going to show a slightly higher growth of 7.6%, which should take us to 777 million by 2022 dollars of, of streaming revenue. So if you're in the UK, it's in your interest to see and get a piece of that pie. And if you're the British Asian community here, 7.5% of the community here, you can do the math to see what 7.5% of 777 million would be. You know, it's a decent healthy number. There's no reason why the South Asian British, the British Asian community can't create 100 million pounds uh, in, in business according to that. But that's of course a very opportunistic um, optimistic, should I say, a way to look at things. Now, user penetration is, unlike America where it's 45%, user penetration in the UK is only at 25.9%. But it's expected to hit 32%. So, 7.5% increase uh, by 2022. Again, in line with that 7.6% uh, increase. That's really key here. So what is going to propel that growth within the British Asian community? Well, definitely in some kind of evangelism to get people onto streaming sites. And that's down to the artists. So what's the average person spending in the UK? We know in America, the average person is spending around $28, right? In the UK, they're spending much more, $31.50 per person on streaming services. So not only do you have a larger growth opportunity, you also have a higher revenue opportunity. So people that say that British Asian music is dead, we're clearly doing something wrong when we have that conversation. So 
In the next segment, I'll talk to you about, well, Canada. Let's hop back over the pond, and then we'll go to India after that in the following segment to see what we can learn about the streaming systems in the different regions, because every region has unique characteristics. You can't look at the world anymore as one big world. You've got to break down the different regions, and that's mainly because of currency and local trends and things like data, because data is more expensive in some countries. Um, also, the, the education levels of how to get on. But I can't stress you more, uh, sort of, proactively that you've got to start sharing your streaming links if you're an artist um, with the people, and not just one, all of them. And we'll go into the ones to uh, to share in another episode. So hopefully this has um, given the British Asian overview a little bit of optimism. It certainly made me feel good about it. So you know that's 7.6 percent growth. $777 million by 2022, currently not bad, at, you know, just over half a billion dollars in revenue sitting in the streaming ranks. Why oh why are British Asian artists complaining? Well, more to come. If you like it, please share and don't forget to make it your favourite by clicking the star. Thanks a lot guys. Why the world would end if Asian music disappeared? This is part three. My name is Terry Mardi, and you're listening to Asian Music Digital on Friday, the twenty-second of December, two thousand seventeen. In the previous two segments on my show on Anchor FM, and by the way, you can listen to that on Anchor FM app. It's free on the iOS or uh, Android store. Just go to Google Play or the App Store and download it for free, or you can visit Anchor.fm/terrymardi. It's very easy. I'll be giving you daily episodes on the music business, and this one has been about the music streaming business. Now we've already talked about America and the American Desis. We spoke about the British Asians in the UK, and we're looking at the opportunity now in the global space. Um, in so we're going to Canada, and by the way, the statistics I'm talking about are market-wide. They're not just in any one genre, but it gives you an idea when we talk about population and we talk about statistics. Gives you an idea for the smart label or the smart artist or the smart manager.、Um, it gives them an idea of what is the potential of growth. So I wanted to share this with the market because I actually want to see the market increase in size and in revenue. So the Canadian market makes up 182 million dollars U.S. dollars of music streaming net worth. Now, now out of the 12.3 billion, that's relatively small. It's dwarfed. Uh, it's almost only a quarter of the reported British community. Now let's look at the size of the population to see where the Desi standing is on that. Now we do know that in the UK the statistics are 7.5% are South Asian, and in Canada it's 4.9%. But they are the largest visible minority group in Canada, the South Asians, making up 32% of Canada's Asian Canadian population. So about 5%, let's say, to round things up. Of the Canadian population, can take advantage of the following statistics: that 182 million U.S. dollars of streaming, about five percent of that, arguably, could go to them. You can do the maths and work that out. It's about, I'd say, ten, ten million dollars. And so, is the Canadian desi、uh, music industry worth ten million dollars? And if so, who's making that money? And if not, why? Now, where's it going to go over the next five years? Because maybe you're just new to this and you're trying to sort of get ahead. Well, let's look at between now, 2017, and 2022. The 
let's look at where this industry is going over the next five years. Well, we're going to see a slightly smaller growth than America and a slightly smaller growth than the UK. That 5.2% growth using current projections, uh, giving us a total market volume of $235 million. So that means in 2022, that 10% of the population, by then it might increase because we know lots of people are flocking to Canada. Uh, we should see um, a, an interesting opportunity to maybe make 15, 20 uh, million dollars, US dollars of money from the Canadian Desi music space, just from streaming alone, just from streaming. Now the user penetration in the market is about a quarter of the population, 24.3% in Canada of the people in the music market are streaming, but it's expected to hit 28.1%, so we're creeping up to the 30% mark slowly. So that means two-thirds of the Canadian Desi community may or may not be streaming. We'll go into more detail at a local level in future episodes. The average revenue that somebody, an individual, is spending uh, in Canada um, is about $20, US dollars. So it's smaller than the UK where they're spending about a third more than that, about $30. And in America, it's about $28. So it's not as much. So I don't know whether the Canadians are because of the currency or for other reasons. But definitely lower, the lowest we've seen so far in this series. So hopefully that gives you some kind of insight as to what is possible. I would be encouraged. My summary for this would be that it's encouraging to see that there is a growth opportunity. My encouragement to all the labels and the artists from Canada, or anywhere in the world, by the way, if you're trying to increase your Canadian income, so whether you're a Prophecy or whether you're a Raghav, it doesn't necessarily limit this to you. You could be a Mickey Singh or a Dr. Zeus or a Arjit and you could be looking at the Canadian streaming model because it's all essentially technology based and understanding how you could penetrate that market. And we'll talk about ways to do that in future episodes. But this was just wanted to limit this to streaming. My name's Terry Mardi. I'm the host of Asian Music Digital right here on Anchor FM. And you can also now get this on iTunes by typing in Asian Music Digital. Please like and make this your favorite on the app. Peace out, guys. Good day, this is Terry Mardi. Why would the world would end if Asian music disappears? This is a little series I'm putting together. We're talking about music streaming. I'm your host, Terry Mardi, and today is Friday, the 22nd of December, 2017. In previous segments, we talked about America, we did a segment about the British Asian market and we also have looked at the Canadian Desi community and trying to understand where the market will go between 2017 and 2022. Now let's look at the statistics. And I'm a strategist so I love to look at the markets and see what we could do to change an industry over time. The size of the global world streaming market is about 12.3 Call it 12 and a half billion US dollars. India is quite new to the game. It's only, that's the smallest one of the ones we've listed so far, it's only 96 million pounds in revenue this year. Now that doesn't mean it's going to stay that size. Don't be fooled by the small number. With a population of 1.2 billion and only a small portion of that market online as it were, or direct to mobile then we are really looking at a massive growth here. And here are the stats. But they are misleading, so I'm going to give you a bit of a narrative as we go along. Revenue is expected over the next five years in India, in the streaming market alone, to increase at a rate of 4.1%.
Now that sounds small, given that we've just looked at statistics about Canada and said that 5.2% was small, and we looked at 7.6 growth uh, in the UK, and in America 6.8. So of course, when you're talking about 4.1% growth, it's really, really small, Terry. But let me explain something. You've got to look at the population. The size of the population in the UK is only 60 million people. So you've got one and a half, well, you've got 10, 10 times more people, or 12, 15 times more people, should I say, in India. So 4.1% growth there means so much more. So where does that take the market cap for streaming in 2022? Well, it takes it up to 117 million. 117 million in 2022 and streaming is just a projection. But it's something that we can look at and understand how we can navigate in the market and where we should spend our time over the next five years in light of these statistics. Well, what is the user penetration today? What's the lay of the land today in India? Well, only 6.5%, only 6.5% of the Indian music uh, digital market are streaming. That will only go up to 6.7% with that 4.1% increase. Okay, so that means, but by 2022, you're still going to have less than 10% of the population streaming music. But because the market is so large, the significance of that is still there. What's the, what are they spending? What are they spending? Well, we already know that, for example, British Asians on average spend $31. American desis spend about $28. Canadian desis, not, not much lower than that, but $20. So what are the Indians spending? Somewhere close? No. $1. $1.09 is what the average person spends. Now there's so many social factors to consider here. We've got lack of data plans. We've got really unaffordable um, pricing for the masses. We have a lack of streaming platforms. Spotify, for example, doesn't even exist in India. So there are so many different issues that really affect the Indian market when it comes to the streaming business. But that doesn't mean it's not worth looking at. So there are strategies that we would adopt at Asian Music Digital as to why any band from all over the world would go to a particular territory first, second, and have various activities happening in different places to take full advantage, a little bit like you would in trading on the stocks. So I would say if you're going to look at India as a new market, if it's 6.5%, that means you've got an upside of about 90-odd percent over the next 10 years. So really looking at a long-tail business in India is very, very interesting. Nowhere else in the world will you see that much upside. Um, China, perhaps, but you can try that. <laughs> it's not going to be easy. Um, we'll be talking about the China market and the South Korean market, as well as other Asian markets like Malaysia and Thailand in future episodes, but hopefully you've enjoyed that. Please do uh, listen to the upper, other episodes and do click on the star to make my show your favorite. This is Asian Music Digital on Anchor FM and now also on iTunes. Please go search for it and tell a friend. I would really appreciate if you shared it and gave me some applause and some feedback. And maybe call in. There's a button to call in. Speak to you soon. My brother Terry, Manning speaking. Hope you're well, my brother. So, <laughs> in the middle of doing some Christmas shopping, I uh, had a chance to listen to, to part of your podcast episode today. And I'm thinking, okay, so, if people have the right data, how can... How can that affect the way they market their music? 
seeing that there's a push for streaming, how can artists take advantage of these platforms? So for example, on my team, we've started to implement smart links and it gives them the opportunity to link up iTunes, Apple Music, Spotify, Tidal, platforms that are important. So the question remains is, are all artists taking advantage of this? That was the voice of Manny Hernandez, and he is my team in TMP Records over in America. Now, he brings up a great point about smart links. If you are using smart links, we'd love to hear your techniques on how, they, how you're using them. Um, and if you're not, maybe you want to learn how to use them because they can be pretty tricky. But there's some interesting results that come from using them. Um, and depending on your strategy, what else are people doing? to maximize their streaming revenues. Now your results may be short or you may have some long results. It's really important to distinguish between the two and if you're an artist listening to all this going ah, I really want to have a piece of that pie but I just don't have the time then it may be time for you to engage with some people who can help you with that. Experts that know how to navigate in this space. It's something that's new uh, it's a new area that but the ones that are savvy tend to do relatively well and in some cases it's the make or break of their campaigns but it is like most things time-consuming so what are you gonna do are you gonna DIY uh, or are you going to recruit a team to be able to do this uh, let us know your thoughts and send us a message because this is a community where we have to learn together don't be shy and thanks Manny for your input I will hear more from him later uh, go check out TMP on the go. Um, I will be putting a comment in under this comment on the link on how to do that. Check it out.